is the Storymobile podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Saturday, June 17th, Storymobile was at Polly's Coffee Cove to hear authors read their work from St. Paul Almanac on a Collected Path, Volume 11. Um, yeah, uh, thanks again to the St. Paul Almanac, and uh, with that, I'll introduce uh, Deb Runyon. It took Deb Runyon 43 years to heed the advice of her English teacher, proving it's never too late. Kudos to those special teachers in our lives. Please welcome Deb. Thank you. Kudos to those teachers. It is awesome. We have four community editors here today. And, and you guys, I can't tell you how awesome it is to sit 25 of us and get the stories the first day and then argue over them and question and talk about them and then see them in the book but, but to hear him read in the author's voice is really something. So the piece I'm gonna read from the book is on page 253. This is my Betty, my picture of my mother-in-law. She was 95 and a half years old when we lost her last July, 99 and a half. And she loved to read, and she, in her later years, would start reading the junk mail, always, <laughs> and the newspaper from top to bottom. And um, then she stopped reading. And I had almanacs, and I started reading to her, and she seemed to enjoy that. And I'd encourage her to read, and she'd say no. One day I left to go make supper, and I came back, and there she was. So I had to, the opportunity to snap a few photos. She read the same paragraph for three days to me. And of course, it wasn't about her husband and son, but she thought it was. I was um, able to let her know two weeks before she passed that we made it in the book, and she just gave me a big grin. So here we go with Betty. She sits swaddled in the seat beside me, her signature bow propped atop her silver head, asking why I didn't tell her. I take a deep breath and gently say, I didn't want to upset you. She pauses, looking at the world sauntering by as we drive down Snelling, her Snelling. It doesn't matter, the sleet of November slapping the windshield. What does she see out her window of 98 years? She turns to me and says, I don't think I'm upsettable. (laughs) 
And then I wanted to read another piece I wrote, because David said we could at the other ones. And this one is called Treasures. Lying on the secret beach, tattooed with late March sun, you teach me your agate-finding techniques. Shovel a pile of rocks with your arms, with your feet, to reach the wet under rock. To your right, always to your right, the sun helps them pop. We hear soft clinking of paper-thin ice, gentle Lake Superior laps kiss the shore. Songbirds flitter and dance, and the distant Titanic oar boat groans and maneuvers to dock. We spend hours in our quiet discourse, punctuated with exclamations of our discoveries. The parenthetical hovering silently is our mutual love of my boy, your man, our favorite treasure. <laughs> and I, I just want to give a shout out to my boy whose birthday is today and he's stuck in Oregon surfing. <laughs> Thank you. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.